Celtics come up with a minute and a half remaining. Picked off by Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala to the rim. Oh, great block. James out of nowhere skies to the rim. He bats it away. And J.R. Smith recovers. He's got numbers if he hurries. The Curry bounce pass. Andre to the rim. Goes up. Blocked by James. From behind. And J.R. Smith got the ball. What a block by LeBron James. Came all the way back to knock it away. Out comes Iguodala. Two on one. A fine Curry. Get it back. Iguodala puts it up. Oh, LeBron tracked him down and made the rejection. Huge, huge defensive play by the four-time MVP. 100 seconds to go. We're tied at 89. Are you having fun yet, Cleveland? Welcome to Clutch Time with Mike on the mic. What's your favorite mic recording your favorite podcast? We got a late Monday night edition of the podcast because I got a guest on the show for the first time. First time in Clutch Time with Mike on the mic history. Um, today, I got my boy DeAnthony Hooker with me. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's one of my road dogs. Um, definitely a, a big part of my life, one of my, one of my best friends. But um, let's get right into it. So, Mr. Hooker, we, those of us that do know you, know you love, have a passion for helping out young children. Love I know that you love, love, kids. love the kids. <laughs> Stephen A. love the kids. <laughs> Um, we know that you coach AAU basketball um, with the younger kids, and you also um, are a AAU coach for hype. You dig helping young people elevate all day, every day. That's what we do. Um, I found a passion for coaching. Almost it's been almost two years. Um, I've always had a passion for kids, so coaching, loving the sport, just kind of went hand in hand helping with kids. It gives me an opportunity to kind of instill some things in them that I might have missed as a kid, um, and in the competition of it. You know, with coaching, it's a game within the game. Um, getting your players ready and you being mentally ready. So a part of me being an athlete wants to get out there and play the game for the kid, but I can't. So I try and instill everything in them that I can. Um, also in life goes too. So I would say the difference between, you know, the organization I am a part of, which is hype, helping young people elevate again, is we don't, we don't look to – strive to have the greatest players on our team. One thing we like to do is bring anybody that wants to work hard. As long as you want to work hard, that's what we like to do. Um, then you can be a part of us. And we're, we're like a family. If you're ever around us, we're laughing, having a good time. Um, we hold our heads high, win or lose. We're a scrappy bunch. So when you see that you have hype on your schedule in any tournament for that weekend, just know you're going to have to give it your all. We're going to push you to the brink. Um, we're going, we're going to get everything out of you that, that you have to offer and then more. So um, if, you, if you really want to work hard and want to play, you know, any kid, any any child up under the ninth grade, you know, come come find a home at Hype. All right, man. All right. That's definitely good to hear. Good things to hear. And for those, of all, for those you know, who have young kids and thinking about um, putting their kids in some kind of sport, especially basketball, you can reach out to me and I can get you in touch with DeAnthony or – um, give you some more information about it, so that's definitely something to look out for. Oh yeah, follow the page, follow all the pages. We're on all social media networks: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're just not on Snapchat, but other than that, man, follow the page. Messages. You got any questions? We work out all year. You got a kid that what you want them to get better at basketball? Feel free to reach out um, and j- just let us know, man. We work with anybody. All right, y'all heard it here first. Um, so as I say, y'all, this is my first, uh, you know, guest on the show. And for those of, for those of you who know myself and Anthony, you know, we don't do anything 
but talk sports. I know Shanice hates us because this is what we do. We're all all together. Um, so let's just touch on a few topics. First things first. Who the best player in the NBA today? Today, today. Ooh. Ooh. I, did you ask me that because you know I, I'm gonna be honest and say the right answer. I mean, that's. I mean, be honest. I mean, greatest player in the NBA as of right now is this is. This and when I say this is like pulling teeth for me to say this, I mean this. I might die if I say this. I probably ain't even gonna make it to see tomorrow. I'm saying this. I gotta go, LeBron, man. Um, just knowing basketball, being a fan of basketball, and continuously watching basketball, you can't say he's he's not the greatest in in the game right now. The man does everything. Um, no, he's not one of my favorite players, but you have game recognized game. You gotta respect it. Uh, I, if I had a first round pick with him at what 34 right now, 34, 35, I want him. I'm taking him just for the IQ. So certain stuff you can't teach, you know, the intangible. So I would, I would definitely want LeBron on the team. Um, yeah, man, that's that's yeah, it hurts to say that, but in the game right now, I gotta go, Bron. Okay. I gotta go, Bron. Well, that was big of you because I never thought I'd hear those words out your mouth. But... I'm trying not to lie on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so with that being said. Um, we know LeBron's about to go into a 17th season, which is depressing for me because it's coming to an end for my dog. I think yes. I know how y'all Kobe and D-Wade fans feel. Hurt. Uh, right. Definitely hurt. So do you feel like you've watched the playoffs this year? We watched it for the last few years. Do you feel like Kevin Durant is next up, or do you feel like it's going to be somebody else? Do you think it's going to be somebody else to to Eclipse. be in the conversation with LeBron after he leaves and then – Kevin Durant doesn't get the mantle, you know, like solely like LeBron's had it for God knows how long. Um, personally, I feel like it's okay. Two things on this: I don't really think you can compare LeBron's game and KD's game to me. But if I had to say who's next up, I would have to say KD. But it's gonna be short lived because KD's up there in age too. Um, KD's only thirty. That's I mean, LeBron's only thirty four, and we already talking about when he's gonna retire. I mean, four years. Is- Man, look, <laughs> and LeBron ain't going nowhere next year. I give LeBron maybe two more years. That puts KD at thirty-two. He gonna be balling till he's thirty-five. He did say he might want to retire at thirty-five. So you see what I'm saying? So I mean, I give him, I give him, but in me, to me, I put him in two different categories. Now, if you want to say one of the best scorers in the game right now, I I put give, give me KD. But if I need all around every, give me everything, give, give me look, give me LeBron. You you think KD's a better scorer than Michael Jordan? Shoot, man, uh, that's a good one. Just with like, so we know, we know when MJ played, three point shots wasn't a big thing. Um, he did most of his damage in the paint. And it was crazy to see because he's literally gliding through the air. And he's only six six. And he's only six six. And then he learned a jump shot later on in the game. But as you've seen, I've seen, we've seen watching the games together. There ain't no place on the floor Kevin Durant can't score from. And he shoots 90% from the free throw line. True. The reason I'm going to go with MJ is because we we see him score without the three. But we've seen him do it with a dog mentality. So, like, demoralizing folk. Yes. Like, I'm going to rip your throat out by me, by me scoring. And I mean mid-range game. What player now hasn't really mimicked MJ's mid-range game? Nobody. A six-six, somebody you can six-six, and you can put him on the post and let him go to work. 
And there ain't too many players in, the, in today's game, even big men. Even big men that can, that can do that. But don't get me wrong. I think one thing about KD and everybody, you know, we know you can't teach size. So the fact that he's seven and some change, because I really think he's taller than seven feet. He's seven feet and some change and can score the way he scores and handle the ball the way he handles the ball. Man, that's that's crazy. It's crazy. But I'm still going to roll with MJ, man. Okay. So my next question since we're still on basketball, I think Kevin Durant's the best scorer in basketball, without question. But since MJ retired in 98, we're not going to count the Wizards years. That was just like – He was bored. That was just like watching your uncle trying to relive his glory days and pulled his hamstring. He was bored. <laughs> so would you say that – excluding LeBron, I won't put him in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Would you say that Kevin Durant is the best player – this coming to league, excluding LeBron since Michael Jordan, that's including, like, since Michael Jordan retired. So that's including Shaq, AI, Kobe, Tracy McGrady, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Kobe. Well, I already said Kobe. No. Would you put him? Where would you? Where would you put him up in the upper echelon, or would you I'm, say he's in top tier? He's definitely in tier one. But I, you just not go jump some of them names, man. Like I mean? get what he's done, and I respect what he's done. But we're talking about if I had to go a list, say one to ten, since Kobe's since Jordan, since Jordan excluding LeBron, so excluding Nah, I can't. I, he can't. For one, he doesn't jump Kobe to me. He does. People ain't gonna like this, but he doesn't jump Wade to me. Um, who else came in? Even though T Mac really didn't get the glory like he should have, you he doesn't jump T because I grew up with T Mac was balling like Houston and Yao Ming. You don't. I mean, come on, man. How many points he scored in, in, in a moment of seconds? 13. 13? In 35 seconds. 35 seconds, bro. Come on, man. All threes. All, you can't. You, you killer had, instinct. Yeah. You, he can't jump, Tracy, you had, bro. You had the T-Mac Adidas? Nah. My, my mom won't buy it. I had, <laughs> yeah. I had a 2 for 89, 99. I know that's right. <laughs> hey, I know that's right. Um, you, you do not jump Shaq. I have Shaquille O'Neal's uh, Orlando Magic jersey. Yep, that's true. Bro. He, for one, his size, and when he first came to the league, how athletic he was. This is before he put the weight on. Shaq. I mean, run the court, court, court with the best of them. Like, feel, feel like Shaq and Penny got back together. Man, what? <laughs> uh, he doesn't jump Shaq to me. Um, who else? Well, no, we get it. We get it. Yeah. We get it. He's just. I mean, I think he's on his way. Oh, yeah, most I, definitely. I honestly think with just like what a lot of people said today, because to me, unless Houston, like we're watching the game right now, Houston up too. But if the Warriors win it this year, that's a three-peat. I'm pretty sure he'll win finals MVP because we know Steph ain't about that winning finals MVP life at all. Uh, so if he if he wins it again this year, now he got three rings. He got three finals MVPs. That puts him on par with LeBron. So if he were to leave and go to the Knicks or go to the Clippers or wherever and win another championship, well, I mean, that's now we're talking about legacy versus do you want to stay and go to state where clearly you're not the you're not the focal point. Like you're just a hired assassin. That's what it looked like. I can't say he's not the focal point though. I mean, okay, he's the, he's the best player on Golden State. True, but we've seen time and time and again. How many times we've been in the group chat late at night? Look at the Warriors struggling without Steph. True. So Steph's like Steph's like little pistol starter. So 
You ever went to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and ain't have no peanut butter? Like, you just got a jelly sandwich. You know how sloppy that is? Yeah. You got your bread sliding. Steph Curry's the peanut butter, bro. Like, he makes it stick and he makes it work. Don't get me wrong. Last game, he had me in awe. Like, last game, I really felt like Durant should have closed the game without question. But he choked. Who? KD. KD choked and Steph Curry looked like Smush Parker. Oh. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the next Granted, topic. Steph Curry is one of my favorite players in the league, so I can say that. But he looked terrible he in said, the last he three He said minutes. he looked like Smush Parker. He did look like Smush, man. Oh, that's disrespectful. But didn't Kobe win a ring with Smush? No. Oh, okay. No, they got Smush up out of there. Well, it's hard, Smush. <laughs> okay. So let's switch sports real quick. Um. Oh wait, hold on. Let's revert back to the NBA real quickly. You got a number one pick in the draft. They both one year out of college since that's the rule now. You taking Kevin Durant or you taking Kobe Bryant at eighteen, nineteen years old? That's hard for me to say because I see what both of them turned what turned out to be. If I take their resumes off the board, just looking at skill set, I gotta go with KD. Okay, just making sure. I didn't think I was tripping. All right, so I love Kobe. By the way, this ain't no Kobe bashing, but seven foot and can handle the ball like a guard and can shoot. Yeah, well, y'all know how I feel about Kobe. Anyways, moving on. I ain't gonna go there tonight. Um, so moving sports, let's talk about America's favorite team. You already know it. Them Dallas, them Cowboys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Anyway. Boys, you so see it? so we saw last year. I will I will give them some credit, even though that's hurting me to say. I mean, hey. uh, they made that trade, that first round pick for Amari Cooper, and I think that is what saved their whole season. Because I it, mean, if Jerry Jones would have been listening to me, man, we'd have been got another Super Bowl. But he ain't answering the phone right now. So, is that what it is? Because yeah. it's twenty nineteen. Y'all ain't won a Super Bowl in twenty five years, bro. I've been calling. How old am I? Twenty five. I've been calling him since I've I've been born, trying to get him to pick who I want. Well, maybe you need to figure out what's going on with your minutes because obviously the cause is not going. Yeah, Jerry Jones is not answering. <laughs> but I think y'all made good moves. Y'all got Amari Cooper. Yes, now y'all got a three-headed. Cool. Y'all got a three-headed monster with with Zeke, Dak. Now y'all got Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, we still need one more. Y'all re-signed the defensive end. I can't even think of his name. Lawrence. Yeah, y'all re-signed him to that massive contract. So He's y'all got a bag. Y'all got that out the way. Um. But as Stephen A. Smith says, and I, I just I'm sorry, y'all are like an accident waiting to happen. Yeah. So last year y'all lost. I won't say it was a, a beatdown, but y'all just didn't look like y'all selves. And I know your you, your pops was mad at me because I was a Rams fan that night, and he was just like, "Yeah, y'all got put out, dude." Right? Y'all see? Y'all see this? I talk. I talk the realness. Anthony Potts about to kick me out the Anthony apartment, and Anthony was just gonna let me get kicked out. Uh, see how see how your dogs do you, bro? Bro, you you rooting against another team. I ain't gonna lie, that was for one. I, we made a lot of mistakes. For one, there's no way you put Sean Lee in when my boy balling like that. True, true. That was a bad mistake. Bad mistake. Him and him and Jalen have they had chemistry. You put Sean Lee, I, and I respect what Sean Lee has done, but nah, man. When you rolling, you rolling. Sean Lee can't stay healthy. Nah, bro. So, coming into this year, y'all basically got the same squad. Only parts y'all missing is Cole Beasley went to sign with the Bills, and then y'all re-signed uh, 
Y'all got Jason Witten out of retirement. I don't. I don't he know. Go back. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> so, what do you? What do you? What are you looking for this season? What do you think their record might be? Not this, even looking at the schedule. This season, I think it may. Honest and truly, I think we may turn out like we did the when that first season Dak took over, and I think we went thirteen and three, if I'm not mistaken. You're right. Thirteen um, and three. I could see us doing that again. Uh. If, and that's if everybody stays healthy. Healthy, And the reason I say that is Jalen Smith is coming into his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's looking like before injury, Notre Dame Jalen Smith. Right. Definitely. Um, I definitely agree with that. The defense is coming into his own. We got some good corners. Uh, offense. Offense is decent. I really think we should go get – and when I say big, I'm talking size-wise. I'm not talking name. I think we need another big receiver. Um, but I think we'll be okay. Thirteen and three, we take the East again. Um, I ain't gonna say Super Bowl bound because I'm not one of them fans, but I will say that we uh, we win one more playoff game this year versus okay. last year. Okay, so that sounds like a conference championship uh, or a conference berth at least. Conference yep. conference finals. All right, so. With that being said, let's talk about your boy Dak. Cause you know, I'm not I'm not big on Dak. Never have been, never will be. Um, like I say a lot of times on this podcast, me and Skip Bayless don't agree on a lot. We don't. But I'm really big on that eye test thing. And you know, I watch college football religiously, and Dak played in the SEC. And the highlight of his college career Mississippi was State. Mississippi State was getting them to number one in the country. And then they went to Tuscaloosa and it, it got ugly real, real fast. Um, so with that being said, I feel like Dak Prescott is the dink and dunk king of the NBA. He looks like what Tom Brady was before Tom Brady became Tom Brady. Now, I will admit he started throwing the ball down the field a little bit more with Amari Cooper, but what is he going to do now that the coaches have tape on what they look like with Amari Cooper and now when they start doubling Amari Cooper? Because y'all don't have a second receiver. I don't care what nobody say. Y'all don't have a tight end. Y'all got some white dude off. off. Well, Gallup is supposed to be. We're looking for Gallup to be the second receiver. You sure about that? I ain't seen it yet. Gallup and I uh, can't think of other kids' name, but we're definitely looking for Gallup to be the second receiver. Uh, Dak, my my views on Dak. Um, oh, wait, before you start, would you put Dak in the – I mean, he's won a lot of games in uh-huh. three years, uh-huh. and he's been to the playoffs every year except for one. Okay. He's had some of his biggest moments against that bad man in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, even though Aaron Rodgers won up them both times. Would you put Dak in the upper echelon of quarterbacks, or would you say he's still middle of the pack? Still middle of the pack. Still middle of the pack. Yeah. Middle of the pack just because he ain't had one of them crazy seasons yet, or just because based off his skill set, do you think he's that's that's where he's going to end up at? No, I, I, I would – a little bit of both. And the reason I say a little bit of both is um, you can always improve on your skill set. True. So, you don't really know what what type of work someone is putting in until the, you actually put them in the game and see it happen. So, for me, um, he's in the middle of the pack, but I feel like if he works on his skill set, which we could tell his deep ball is looking better, his spiral on the ball is looking better coming from this year. 
I really think with Dak, man, it's more of like a confidence thing. Um, and, and the system thing. I think in the beginning, the coaches really didn't have much confidence in what he can do as far as throwing the ball. He lost confidence in himself as far as what he can throw the ball. His accuracy definitely needs some work. But, I mean, mobile quarterback, solid body. Um, he's coachable from what we see. True. So, to me, you know, he continue, if he continues to strive and get better, him and Zeke has to stay together. Um, and I, was, I just got to get this off my chest about the Dallas Cowboys. When Zeke was out and everybody was on deck, we didn't have a running game. If I'm a defensive coordinator and I'm planning against the Dallas Cowboys with Zeke out, go ahead and throw the ball. That's what we want you to do. You don't you you cut the head off the two headed monster. You cut one of the heads off the two headed monster. We're gonna worry about the one. True. That's it. I mean, that's simple. That's a simple co- uh, coaching philosophy. Okay. So I'm about to shock you. What I'm about to say, you probably might walk out of here before this is over with. But so I know. His rookie year, when he came, he burst onto the scene. Zeke looked like Jesus. He looked like he was the second coming of, of like Emmett Smith. He looked like he's about to come over here, come out here, and break every rushing record there was to break. The man looked unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Then the second year, I know that was a suspension year. Yeah, it was a suspension year where he was, you know, didn't know he's gonna play and all that, and he still rushed for a lot of yards. So I'll give him that. Then he came back last year, and I know he got the yards. But in my estimation, I don't know what his workout routine is in the offseason. I don't know who he's with. I don't know if he's still training with Eric Dickerson or he still talks to Eric Dickerson. I know Eric Dickerson on Undisputed talks about him a lot. But I think Zeke came in and took the world by storm. And I think, I mean, I could be wrong. But I don't see Zeke getting back to that rookie year form because it looks like every every season after that, every time I see him, he'll run the ball for 12 yards. He'll get up, do the little eat thing, first down, and then he walks to the sideline. So you, three years in, generally, as we've seen with most players, your conditioning and all that gets better the older you get until you get to your prime. And once you get out your prime, okay, I can understand that. But I think Zeke is going down the list of top running backs versus staying up at the top. Um, I don't think he's the best back, the best back in football. Personally, I mean, I don't know if it's because I'm a Cowboy fan. I do. You think he's better than Ty Gurley? Yeah, I do. Mm. If I had to pick, I'm taking Zeke. You, t- I would say you're taking Zeke because me and you played up under the same coach. So you're trying to pound the rock four or five yards of play. Let Zeke. me hit you with this play action. Let, let me hit you with this quick little screen. Exactly. But who 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 in the in the NFL do you want running the screen more than Ty Gurley? Because there's only two running backs I can think of off the top of my head that if they run in the screen, I'm cool with it outside of Ty Gurley. And that's uh Kamara from New Orleans and uh Saquon from New York. Give me Zeke. So you think you think Zeke so you want to place a bet? You think Zeke gonna rush you think Zeke gonna be the wrestling leader this year? Yeah. So what we betting? Whatever you want to bet me. Bottle of Hennessy. Big bottle. I want the 80 bottle. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. oh, money don't stretch like that now. Give me Zeke. Man, I like Zeke. And the reason I say I like Zeke, man, I, I, and the reason, okay, let's look at it like this. The reason people may start be 
starting to doubt Zeke is because when you got one thing you look at is the way he came on the scene. He came in with such a force. We was like, yo. Now, I, I, don't get me wrong. He's tailed back a bit. I want to say his touches might be down, too, if I'm not mistaken. But he still got it. I think this year, from what, from, from what we're seeing, he's putting on a little weight. So I think he's trying to make it where he can last longer. And a little muscle, which, is, I mean, bigger, faster, stronger. Uh, anybody that knows football knows that's a, a saying for every year. You want to get bigger, faster, stronger every, every year. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I have to give me Zeke, man. I, I'm, and don't get me wrong, Ty Gurley's a beast. But they got to figure out what's going on with his health. True. true. They got to figure that out. Because I think his knee cost him a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think. But it, it's, it's been different reports saying what's wrong with him and whatnot. But even just looking at it, I'm not a stat guy. I don't really read up on what's what. But just looking at him play those last couple games, there's something wrong. His knee? Yeah. They, they kept saying his knee was fine, but you don't, you don't have that kind of showing in the, in the Super Bowl and something not be wrong. But what I will say, and I've been on record of Facebook saying this, and I've been on record before he even got drafted. Truth be told, I think after this year, um, in my opinion – and I'm big on, especially in the NFL, I am big on you got to do it for more than one year because any player can come on the scene for a year. Now that coaches have had time to game plan for you, uh, now you're looking real, real average. Let me see what's like when I get this film. Facts. Let me see what, when you game plan and you're the, you're the focal point. But I definitely think that Saquon Barkley is about to take the NFL by storm. He's unless, not going to take him by storm unless the New York puts a line around. I mean that too, but look what he did without no line I mean, and a trash quarterback. It's good. To sp- it's easy to space the field when you got Odell on one side, Shepard on the other. Mm, but our Shepard and Shepard's not a number one receiver. Shepard's been playing in the slot, but that's what happens. When hey, but when you got two, when you got any potential deep threat or something across the middle, it's hard to say, "Hey, linebacker, sit here and watch it." You know what I'm saying? That's true. But I mean, it just it all depends on the offensive line, which I don't know. We don't. We don't. Nobody know. Nick, people in New York don't even know what the Giants are doing right now. Facts. Because, you know, I went on that rant Daniel about Jones. Daniel Jones. I still don't know who this guy is. Exactly. And I'm a, I watch college football, faithfully. That might be the most sport I watch, which is college football. I don't know who Daniel Jones is. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, man. Nobody knows who Daniel Jones is. Daniel Jones' parents don't even know who he is. Right. They seen him get drafted and said, is that? Who's that? Is that little Danny? <laughs> is, that, is that him? Daniel? Okay. I didn't even know he played football. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> okay, so uh, what we're going to do real quick, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back um, after a word from our awesome sponsors. DeAnthony will be back for the second part of the show. Just got a little bit more we want to talk about, get this man's opinion on. Um, so we'll be right back. All right, y'all, welcome back to Clutch Time with Mike on the mic. It's your favorite mic, and we back. So, still here with my boy D'Anthony, um, and just a few more things I want to talk about. So, you just like me, two young black men in America, and that guy that y'all put in, in the White House. Not that guy. <laughs> that guy that y'all put in the White House. So, I want to say, I believe it was in 2016, 2015 or 2016, um, you know, we all seen Colin Kaepernick taking a knee for social injustice and everything. He told us what it was for. 
And since then, it's been a whirlwind of people say this, people get called out about that. And, of course, it's always been related to sports. Athletes becoming more outspoken. And we know that the climate around politics and sports probably before now is probably never really intertwined because it's two totally different things. But in today's world, you know, nothing is off the table. We've seen Donald Trump uh, going at Jamel Hill because of something she said. And exactly. We all agree on that. He's a clown. So do you think that politics and sports going forward is a good thing or do you think it's going to end up being a bad thing? Um, at first look, you would think it's a bad thing, but it can be flipped for something good. Um, in what way? Just to look at how, uh, let's take the equality situation. Um, how it's, is starting to connect through different sports. Um, you had it. What was it? Basketball with LeBron, tennis. You got Serena. Um, you had that one basketball player. I cannot think of her name right now, but it was something about her religion. Uh, I don't want to say what it's called, but I think I might say it wrong. The Hajib. Oh, okay. I yeah. know what you're talking about. And Nike so, started making all. Yeah, that. it's just because it can be taken from. It can be taken. It, it can be set as a way to reach out to. For one, the youth, because the youth follow sports. You can get the youth more involved with politics so they know what's going on in the world. Um, I think Trump got in office because a lot of the youth don't we was like, man, Trump ain't gonna win. Facts. Nobody believed he would win. But he got those uh what do they call it? Popular popular electoral votes. Electoral votes, yeah. He didn't win the popular vote. Yeah, he got those and Hillary won the, the popular votes. Yeah. But a lot of people were like, Oh, Hillary won. No, no, she didn't. She lost. She lost. Um, but it's just it, it's it's easier to enlighten in. So if you find out, oh, LeBron, your favorite player is LeBron. LeBron likes this politician. Well, let me see why he likes this politician. It's a it's a it can be a gateway into something else. Um, as long as it's done right. Now I feel like Trump does everything that he does as just a publicity stunt. You know what I'm saying? Um, he has something about him. Just he just he he likes friction. He likes drama. He likes to be in the middle of stuff. So. Um, I don't, I don't take him serious. It's, it's hard to say I don't take him serious with him being our president, but a lot of things he say, I think he just be blown off the top, just blow a little steam, and it gets some attention. He don't like the attention to be off of him. Um, the fact that you got a president that goes back and forth with sport, sports analysts and stuff like that, man, come on, man. It's, it's more other stuff in the world you need to fix besides going back and forth with, with, with other people. You got people losing their job because they state their opinion on you. I've never seen that before. Other presidents get their opinion. Uh, people can state their opinion on them, and nothing happens. This is true because Jamel Hill, for her, she's saying it was an amicable split between her and ESPN. I'm sure that has something to do with it because she did get suspended. But I, uh, you know, and it, it has something to do with. Has she found a job since then? She well, now she works for. Um, I want to say it's the Athletic. I believe that's who it is. It's she works for another for a big magazine um and she writes a lot but she also by her doing that she's gained so much notoriety she now has her own podcast she has been you know up there with oprah and michelle obama she's invited to a lot of different things just because of how um, outspoken she is and honestly you know i'm happy for her because you know that's just a, a woman 
taking her, you know, taking something that was slighted to her, and she took it and ran with it. She basically, you know, was throwing the bag, and she picked the bag up and ran with it. Look at her now. Making the best of your situation. Facts. Um, so, on top of that, I want to ask something with politics. So, do you feel like, do you feel like, every, no, well, yeah, do you feel like every athlete should speak up on situations? Or do you feel like it's still their right to speak up when they want to or to just keep quiet about it? I mean, I'm all, it's a double-sided sword with me. Because I'm a, I'm a firm believer in freedom of speech. And I'm a firm believer in if you don't want to talk, don't talk. Um, I'm not going to say that every athlete should state their opinion on something. Because some of them some of them just not outspoken. That's not how, that's not who they are. Now, in some cases, I do I get what some people say. Oh, well, certain things are bigger than how you feel or how you want to react. But at the same time, you, it, if you want to talk, talk. If not, cool. You know, it's, it shouldn't be over if you ain't if you ain't gonna say nothing. You ain't with us. It's, that's not that's not how it goes. That, sh- that shouldn't be how it goes. If I say, well, I don't like this in a conversation with you know me and my boys, but one of my boys goes out and vocally says to the world, I don't like this either. I'm standing with him, but I don't have to speak for it. Okay, that's okay. how I look at it. I don't. I mean, you can't. Everybody doesn't want that limelight. Everybody don't want that pressure of you know stating their opinion and standing behind it. That's just that's just how it is. A lot of people like to throw rocks and hide. Facts, especially on social media. Yeah. Um. So, one thing that I've said on this podcast, I, I'm pretty sure we talked about this before, but just to get your opinion on it, um, what do you think the NFL has to do to come sit at the table with the NBA when it comes to social inequality? the stance that the NBA athletes are not scared to take versus the NFL players who a few will speak up, but based off the way that the collective bargaining agreement is and how NFL contracts are, what do you think that the NFL has to do to be able to get to the table and people actually respect what they actually do? Now I know that there's a lot of NFL players that are in their communities that do awesome work, but of course we hardly ever hear about it. Honestly, truth be told, I want to say in the last few years, the only two NFL athletes that I've actually heard about stuff that they do is J.J. Watt when he collected all that money for the the victims of Hurricane – I think it was Hurricane Harvey in Houston. And Warwick Dunn, who's not even in the NFL anymore, and the work he does with getting single mothers um, homes that they can actually afford um, to be able to have a home to put, you know, put their kids in and everything. Outside of that – I don't really know anything. Von Miller, Odell, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Aaron Rodgers. I have no idea what they do. So what do you feel like, what do you think a solution for an NFL for the NFL could be to kind of get to the table where people kind of look at the NFL like, oh, y'all are trying to turn the corner instead of just sweeping stuff under the rug like domestic violence? Um, it's a couple of steps they would have to take, man. I wouldn't. I never close the door in a situation and say, "Oh, that person's done." But it's a couple of things they would need to do. I think one is I don't. Does I don't know if the NFL has a player association like the NBA does. They do, where the players can come down and voice their opinion on things that need to change. They have a players' union, but the players' union for the NFL, as Eric Reed said about uh, what's my man's from the Eagles. 
he a Q, Malcolm Jenkins. Uh-huh. He basically what he said was, you was with us until you got in that room with the commission and the NFL owners, and they sold you a dream, and you sold out. So they have an NFL union. They have a union, but the people who run the NFL union aren't as strong as maybe like a Chris Paul, who's the the president of the the, the yeah. players thing for the NBA. The biggest difference from the NBA and the NFL, though, and it's gonna sound crazy, but the NBA you can actually see them. That's true. You see their face. You can put a face with everything. NFL, man, look. Sometimes I'm looking like, man, who is that? Facts. Um. But you you can you can recognize who you see. So it's, you put on a bigger platform, and then for one, this day and age is changing. To when we was growing up, the NFL was everything. Facts. Now it's the NBA. These kids want to. That's around the country. Playing football has declined. Ain't, you're not getting too many kids playing football anymore. But. Um, Basketball is starting to be the new focal point. I know the ratings for football are still through the roof, but I can see basketball tracking them down here very, very, very soon. Um, but it's a couple things they would have to do to change that, man. Uh, man, it's there's so many that's popping in my head that they would have to work on. Uh, for one, give your players some say so. I don't feel like no NFL player has any say so. Okay. I feel like they have zero say so. So uh definitely give your players some say so. You have a it's a it's a it's a dominant black dominant sport with not a lot of black owners. True that. And we know uh <clears throat> you know a few months ago LeBron said that the NFL is nothing but white slave owners. Um I could see that. And I have to agree because I could see that. The only thing is I don't like to throw that slave owner word out there often. True. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Well, um, hopefully, as I said, my very first podcast, I hope that the NBA takes – I hope the NFL takes the cue from the NBA because the NBA is Marvel Comics. Um, and the NFL's DC. Definitely DC. And we know how that's going. And for those of you who have still not seen Avengers Endgame, <laughs> listen, man, listen. Y'all are like failing at life 3,000. You'll (laughs) you'll definitely understand what that means if you you go see the movie. But um, if you haven't seen it and you're kind of on the fence, do you want to see it? Bruh, just go see it. It's made $2 billion in 11 days. I'm just saying. It's awesome. Um, Bring some some napkins. Um, Oh, you need tissue. (laughs) You need tissue. I ain't going to lie, y'all. I'm a thug. You know, I done done stomped some some jokers out in my day. But, um, yeah, I am a thug. I ain't a thug. Look, man, you cried when Logan died. I did cry. You I boohoo with Logan. Logan is my one of my favorite superheroes, and for him to go out the way he went out, bro, that was disrespectful. He went out protecting his daughter, man. Yeah, by he get slammed on the log. I mean, you know, he it was ain't just, even his baby. He was just—it is his baby. Yeah, his baby for real. Man. Just because she was genetically mutated the same way he was, man. don't make her my child. So you was gonna leave her there? Nah, I ain't gonna say leave her there. But. You was gonna die for them. I don't know, bro. It took a lot of dollars. The Anthony would let it die. If her name ain't Caden, it's over. I don't know, man. I ain't grow up. I ain't got no time. I feel that. Okay. Okay. So, um, just to, we're going to do a quick, you know, just quick answers, quick answers. So, who the best NFL player you've ever seen? 
best NFL player I've ever seen in life in my 25 years of living. That is such a hard question. Can I do defensive side of the ball, offensive side of the ball? Yeah. People aren't going to like this answer. My my 25 years of living, defensive side of the ball, I am going to go with McDowell Ray Lewis. Okay. What about offense? Offensive side of the ball, what he's doing in the NFL, yeah, I can't believe I'm about to say this. Brady? Really? Brady. Are we talking about athletic talent or just no, what just, they've done in the who's, NFL so just, far? who's the best player you've ever seen on offense? Oh, well, damn, I can't not say. I mean, I don't know, man. Brady, Brady's such a smart guy. So to see him depict the game he does, the way he does, Peyton did it. In the regular season. In the regular season. man. Uh, 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 Brady does it when it counts, man. Okay. Understandable. So I, you knew this was going to come up because I swear to God we debate this anytime that we together. Kobe and LeBron, man. I, I need to know. Don't sit here and lie either. <laughs> you on the spot, man. Look, give me the mumble. Boy. Give he, me the mumble. He disappointed. Give me the mumble. I'm kicking him out of my way. Give me the mumble, man. He's not going to be in my way. Give me the mumble, man. <laughs> give me the mumble, the fist pump. With the straight face. Yeah, give me the mumble, man. I Listen, Kobe made me love basketball. How, when you shoot a paper ball in the trash can, what do you say? You say Kobe. You say Kobe. But it's ah, not- Wait, wait. What, what do you do? <laughs> and you say LeBron. It don't sound. It just it, it you just don't. together. But what? No, so, you, it's just nothing out here. It is Okay, so answer me this. Answer, okay. me, answer me this. So... Who the best wide receiver you've ever seen? Best wide receiver I've ever seen. I mean, he retired kind of early, but Megatron. Okay, so you think you think Megatron better than Randy Moss? Whenever, whenever you see a wide receiver go up and catch a ball over somebody, what you say? You say Moss them. I mean, Randy. I I'm, mean, I'm just saying it just goes together. Or it's easy to do it to the stature of it's easy Randy Moss. It's, I'm just saying, but when you're shooting the jumper. I mean, look at Odell. Now you got little kids out here saying the Odell. I mean, they're stupid. Them little kids is dumb. Yeah, said, hey, listen, kid. listen. Caden is my dog because he said uh, he said the Cowboys suck. I still got that video. He need to, I need to whip him. <laughs> okay, so you went with the Mamba. I'm so disgusted. I'm going with Mamba. Man. I'm so disgusted. Kobe made me love basketball. Okay, anyways. So you have an all-paid expense trip mm-hmm. to go to a game, mm-hmm. front row, yep. all access, yep. backstage, all of that. Yep. You going to watch Cowboys play? Or you going to watch LSU play in Death Valley? LSU and Death Valley. Okay, I just want, I just want to see where your head was at. Too easy because I, I I know how you feel about your LSU. Too easy. I probably jump over the little thing just so I can be on the side. With Even though they lose to Bama every single year. Nigga, and what has Texas won since Vince Young? We beat Georgia. What What have y'all done? Nigga, everybody beat Georgia. Y'all didn't. We beat Georgia. We did beat Georgia this year. What happened last year? But we beat Georgia. You got smacked. I don't. Know. I want y'all to beat Alabama one time. I'm, I want to, too. Yeah, yeah. Y'all suck. We should have never let Saban go. What, Saban, that? we miss you, bro. That's, <laughs> whatever. We miss you, Brody. Anyways. Um, what else, man? What else? Uh, oh, I got one for you. 
No, because I already know what you're going to say. Look, I'm going to ask anyway. LaDainian Tomlinson or Adrian Peterson? I don't know. Okay, this is my beef with AP. I know you about to say the whole fumbling thing. He's fumbling prone. You give me you give me a a a, a twenty five yard rush and fumble the ball. But you're every down back too. Oh, but, don't disrespect. I was about to say, LT was a, he was a, he was a, he was every down back. Listen, man, when I tell y'all no stats, you do realize. Give me LT. You do realize in 2003 that LaDainian Tomlinson ran for 1,493 yards and had 100 catches? But you know how much of a, how, how tough he was? He was a tough dude, man, even though he made that stupid comment in the presence longer. But, what? Um, Who? LT? Yeah. Something somebody asked him. It was more like, I can't remember. I ain't going to say it because I can't remember exactly what it was. But I know when I heard it, I was like, yeah, big dog, you just lost some cool points. <laughs> okay. Um, Drake or Jay-Z? I mean, that's easy. Who? You know, I don't like Jay-Z. I mean, I like I love what he's doing. Over? I love Over. what I love what, what Jay-Z's doing for these younger rappers and trying to Chica man be trying to help people. He didn't got 21 Savage out of his uh his record deal. He helped he helped Meek Mill, all of that. Oh, that was nasty. I missed it. I love um did you know miss? <laughs> they did. I like what what Jay Z's doing, but I'm just I've never been a, a Jay Z fan. I mean, I got some Jay Z songs I like, but all I'm saying is mixtape Wayne was better than Jay Z. That's all. Mixtape Wayne was better than a lot of cats, man. Mixtape Wayne was the goat. Goat? The what? Goat? Go back and listen to some of Wayne mixtapes and tell me you won't be sitting in the car like I don't believe he said that. Yeah, because uh, something you forgot is. Dude, That's like, my favorite Wayne song. Top ever. five songs of all time. That's my favorite Wayne song ever. Um, all right, man. Last question. It's this gonna be a doozy, bro. It's gonna be a doozy. So, whose death was tougher, Iron Man or Logan? Or Mufasa. There we go. Mufasa, nigga. <laughs> Mufasa. <laughs> I still don't want to go see Lion King. I'm going to go see it. But Mufasa, man, that felt like, bro, that hurt, bro. You going to put Caden through Mufasa dying? I don't know because I don't the, – the, the distress that I felt when Mufasa died, I don't want my kids to experience did, that, though. Did he see, he see the other version, the cartoon version of it? I, we ain't never get all the way through it. Oh, man. I, always, I ain't going to lie to you. When it's like on ABC Family, which is now Freeform, Freedom Form, whatever it's called. Freeform. I always skip. I always turn the channel and turn back. Man, let that boy live. Nah, Mufasa died. I mean, that hurt, man. But Kane is insensitive, man. He ain't gonna feel. Kane be like, oh, okay. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Because <laughs> Kane stuff be happening. Kane just be like, yeah, whatever. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate you stopping by to be on the podcast as my first guest. I'll be back. You know, I, I definitely expect you to be back. You know, all we do is talk sports. Um, that's like a way of life. Um, the Anthony's high school was scared to play my high school in college. Man, school. please stop. Your, your coach had to leave to go get the championship with yeah, us. No, he left because we had the worst principal ever. Well. That's all. He ain't win a championship with you there. Yeah, I was in 10th grade. You was in 10th grade where? At 71st. Man, you won on that championship roster. Nah, that's a – yeah, nah, man. Nah. That's what I thought. You yep. was a, a smoky stover. 
That was nah. I did have some white and red cleats with my uniform. He had white and red cleats with Coach Bob, but you know he, he never turned them. Right. He, he wanted off. a red visor. He was yeah. trying to wear all of this. He thought he was Michael Vick, but he was more like Warren Sapp. I was definitely Michael Vick. You was not. I was Vick. You don't even got an arm. I got a cannon on. No, you don't. Dude, man. You like the worst football player I've ever seen yeah, in life. Right. You sucked at playing Rover. You're crazy. I said your dad showed me the film. You're crazy. Tanika didn't even like you. Nigga bye. <laughs> You love me. I guess. But again, uh, I appreciate you being on the podcast, man. I appreciate you're, 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 appreciate you're, you're. all the support. Um, y'all, this has been another episode of Clutch Time with Mike on the mic. Y'all can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, on the website that I submit these from, Anchor. You can listen on Radio Public. I submit, I had these pod, or weekly podcasts, usually on Sundays, but now that I'm doing guests with... Uh, you know, time and things might have to be later than Sunday, so that's why we did it tonight on Monday. The Anthony say what up to the camera because we Yo. on Facebook Live, people. Um, so again, I appreciate all y'all listening. Appreciate all the support. We definitely up over twelve hundred listens. So y'all keep listening. I'm keep doing it. Again, this is Clutch Time with Mike on the mic. Mike, come on, holla at you.